Welcome to Kashrus on the Air, your weekly radio show dealing with kosher issues for the kosher consumer. And I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler, editor of Kashrus Magazine. I hope that everybody uh, listening to me had a wonderful Yom Tov and that uh, you accomplished a lot with your family at the Sedarim. It's not just the food, it's not just the matzah. It's the family, it's the teaching of Torah and the Yerushimayim and everything we can pump into the next generation and the, even the following generations. It's a very, very special holiday and I hope everybody was successful in their own Sedarim and the whole Yom Tov. I'd like to share with you tonight some thoughts that I had and we spoke uh, in one of the shuls on Yom Tov and I'm going to give you some of that in a synopsis. But before we get into any of that, and but that's about, about the nemonis of the different kashrus agencies, basically how to decide what kashrus agencies to rely upon, etc. So it's a very valuable piece of information. But before we get to that, I just want to mention a few things about the uh, Pesach, the, the, the recap now of the Pesach. One thing in particular about a product, which I didn't see the product, but I was got, I received a call, and I assume that it's correct. Uh, I'm not going to give you the details, so you'll have to piece together yourself. There was one product, a potato chips product, that has the name uh, honey in it, honey something or other, uh, a special flavor, and it didn't say kosher lepesach, and it was being sold in the kosher lepesach sections. So normally we would say, you know, the oil, so it's kidneys, whatever. It so happens to be that this particular potato chip has in it barley malt in, in its hummets. So uh, it was sold in two stores, one in Flatbush and one in Borough Park. So if you have a potato chip from a Hamisher company with the name Honey in it, just check to see if there's a kosher Lepesach label was on it. If there was no kosher Lepesach label and it missed barley malt, and you bought it on Pesach or in the Pesach store and you had it in your possession, so then you really have to get rid of it. Um, but otherwise, you uh, you know, if it has a hashgacha, that's not the one we're talking about. So if you have any problems with it, you can always contact us at our office, which is 718-336-8544. The other thing is that everybody is going to be talking about Chometz Sha'ava or Lava Pesach. Now, we're going to take calls, not now, but after 6.30, However, if you want to contact us even now, you could text at 347-927-8398, and I have it right in front of me, I see it, we can respond. Again, texting is 347-927-8398. Don't call the studio, but the number, jot it down, 718-683-5858. We'll take calls after 6.30. 6.30. Now, I just wanted to mention this, because uh, everyone's going to call about Hamash of the Pesach. Uh, there are different opinions on Hamash of the Pesach. I first want to mention to you, uh, people were telling me that they heard on the uh, FNW in Lakewood, the news station there, it's t- uh, telephone number of 732-551-3351. Again, 732-551-3351. They listed on yesterday's news, and there were a few items before they got to it about which places you could go shopping after pace of which stores. So I, I, I didn't myself hear it, but somebody gave it over to me and told me the following, that Target was no good. The Target stores should not be used now. 
and how long that takes, you know, that's an issue of how fast the turnover is. The other, the other, uh, the, the other th- seven items, n- names of companies I'm going to give you, uh, as I understand Rabbi Heinemann, Rabbi Moshe Heinemann from the Star K, said that these are acceptable. I didn't hear it from him. I didn't hear it on the station. I give it over to you. You can check it up and listen to it yourself. They mentioned there's the good ones, Costco, B- BJ, BJ's, CVS, Trader Joe's, uh, Rite Aid, Walgreens, and Walmart. Those are the ones that were you could buy the chametz in. They, they sell the chametz or they were goish owned or whatever the deal is. And Target was the one that was a problem. So if you want to check it out, go to the uh, 732-551-3351 or maybe on the Star K website. I didn't uh, have a chance to check that yet. They may have given the information out there. Or you may check with the Star K for details at 410-484-4110. And now we're going to go on to um, the topics that we wanted to talk about. And I think that they are very interesting. First one, and I'm not sure if we mentioned it or not, but it's very important whenever you're dealing with kashras, especially now people are asking questions right after Yom Tov. People are shopping again, and they are buying a large variety. And as always, things are on sale, and people have shilas. And here's what the big question is. When we finish Davin, first of all, when we start Shemun Esrei, we say, Hashem, Sfasai Tiftach, we ask Hashem to open our lips and help us be successful in giving the, his, Him proper praise. When we finish Shmon Esrei, we say, We ask Hashem to watch and protect our lips from speaking bad, from saying things that are inappropriate with our lips. It's sort of in Shmon Esrei, we're going very, all the way, way up to a Kaddish Baruch and after we finish Shmon Esrei, we come down to the real world, and it's sort of a decompression chamber, this Elokai Nitzor. It's getting us ready to go take those three steps back into our world, and it takes something of our davening back to the world. And we, we'll, unfortunately, we lived in a, live in a world of Lashon Hara. There's never a time in history where so much Lashon Hara was spoken. There are the blogs, the media, the internet, the schmoozing on the phone, the texting, the, the vilkite and the way we, the, the people speak, that was people were much more reserved and thought a little bit before they spoke and when they were speaking. Whereas today, whatever you have in your mind, whatever is in your heart, say it. Relax. Don't, don't hold anything back. It's a different kind of a world. And the world is literally filled with Lashonara. And Lashonara kills. There are some people who are above it, there's uh, the newspaper, if you read it, Hamodia, Mrs. Lichtenstein, Ruth Lichtenstein, who was the editor of the Hamodia. She has a policy, and you'll check it out, see if I'm wrong. I know I'm right. When somebody is arrested, Chas Shalom, an Orthodox person is arrested, when some Lushen horror comes out about somebody in the media, it's on the blogs, it's on the internet, people are talking about it, they read it in papers, there won't be a mention in Hamodia because they have a very strict Lashon Hara policy and they have a Rav who they consult with Shilas about what they can say and what they can't say. So you're not going to find 
a lot of negative about Jews, and especially from people, and certainly not before anything has been proven or said in a, in a court of law. A lot of other places, you'll you'll, can't, you'll hear uh, the blogs and, and the internet and all, who knows, wherever you're getting the media, radios, you'll hear all about people that were arrested or they uh, uh, were accused of, and already they're guilty in everybody's eyes. And that's not the Torah way. And uh, it, you won't find it in some other publications and people who are, who are living in a different, a different plateau. Uh, so that's something that we should always be thinking about. In the Sefer Chofetz Chaim, he gives a special heter for saying Lashon Hara under certain circumstances. It's, we'll see what that means in a second. It has to be that, that what we're saying is litoelis for a purpose. It's not something that I'm saying, as we'll see in a minute, to get it off my chest, to, uh, to, to, to out of anger, uh, just to besmirch somebody, to uh, you know, to show our uh, that we're better than so and so or whatever. But it's it's a, it's something that's toelis. For example, a shidduch comes up, and you ask a person about the shidduch. Is this a family that you feel I should get involved with for a shidduch? Is this a girl, a boy that has, you know, there's no problems for me as far as the shidduch goes? You're asking a pointed question, and under certain circumstances, and there are rules, but under certain circumstances, the person is allowed to answer you and say, this is not really for you. You know, and the question is how far they go into talking about situations that occurred. That's a different issue. But bottom line, there is a heter to say something that will be looked at as Lashon Hara, to say it and when it's only being done for toelis for a purpose. That would be in a shidduch. That would be in business. You want to go into business with somebody. Or you want to, you bought this package of food and you want to know if you could eat it. You're not familiar with this rabbi. Is this somebody I can rely upon? I have to know. And that the truth is, the halacha says, that on certain circumstances, you're allowed to ask, sometimes it's me or the rav, whatever, and, and you're allowed to inquire, and you're allowed to listen to something that may be, quote, Lushan Hara, but I may be permitted to say it to you because you need the information, and you can... Act as if it were true, but you can't believe me. I know you want to believe me, but you can't. You're not allowed to believe me that it's true, but you can act as if it were true. And this is a very complex thing. We're not going to go into it now. It's explained in the Chavetz Chaim in, in a few areas. If you look in Lashon Hara Kalal Yud, you look in Rechilis, Kalal Tes, the details are all worked out over there. Again, Lashon Hara Kalal Yud and Rechilis Kalal Tes, all the details of this, when I'm allowed to, how I'm allowed to, are worked out in these places. But the concept that I could ask, yes. And yes, you have a right to tell me because it's important for me. But now that we say this, so isn't it true that today, uh, I'm not making a shidduch, but my kid is a little bit younger, but Someday I might want to make a shidduch, and this is somebody in my neighborhood, this is somebody that, 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 that I've heard about. i got to know, because maybe it'll be no gay to me. Or, or else, let's say, for example, in business, he, I, I, he, he and I are in business circles together. Maybe a job a position, is, I'm sorry, an offer is going to come up, and I'm going to be asked to, to deal with him. Or 
maybe I'm going to go shopping this week and uh, I might see these Vinashkochos. Tell me if they're good or bad. So I'm not allowed to tell you. I can't tell you that it's bad or if, if, if it's good or bad. This is Lush and horror. But you just told me a Toelis is okay. Yes, something that is a need for you to know now or maybe in the short future that you know what you have to know because you, but not that you think maybe you possibly could, because if I say that, then Lashon Har is mutter for everybody under all circumstances, because who knows, you may go into business with them, who knows, you might get a shidduch, who knows, you might, he might be certifying a product that you might once they want to buy. That's sort of uh, not what the Chavetz Chaim had in mind, and it's not what the Halacha is, and obviously you could discuss it more with your own Rav as to where the the boundaries are, and I would recommend you learn Sefer Chavetz Chaim. Just want to give you a, a synopsis of what the Chavetz Chaim says you have to do in order to say this Lashon Hara. You have to study the, product, the, the, the issue and to see if it's bad, if it's good. You have to have intention for Toelis for a purpose, not just talking. It can't be with any sinner, no can't be with any enmity, any anger or enmity involved in it. It has to be that you couldn't have accomplished what you're trying to do without speaking this here or hearing this Lashon Hara. It should be that no bad comes to the person that we're asking about, or even if some bad does come about, it has to be that the, the loss to this person now is more dramatic than what might happen to the other person we're talking about and that can't add on, or you can't change in any way. And that's even just a word or a phrase or a concept. You have to, be, have to have a perfect recall of the facts that you do know. And of course, if you're saying over another name from another person, from another person, from another person, so there's no real truth to it, and it's really unfortunate that people go on and say these things and are convinced that they're true. If we're not allowed to believe even what the rabbi tells you, so certainly, if the rabbi or somebody else tells you over in the name of another person who worked from another person, that has no real status and no real value. Lastly, on this topic, I'd like to mention what the Rambam says in Hilchas Tshuva. The Rambam says there are 24 things that prevent somebody from doing Tshuva. And one of them is, this is in Perik Dalet Halacha Gimel, Hamakalel Es Harabim, if a person curses the majority, curses a group, he says, the Ashkenazim, the Svardim, the Litvaks, the, the Yekis, uh, whatever it is, you know, the groups, uh, that group, or in, even in, in Kashras, he says, uh, uh, the, the, the small Vadim, the, you know, the, the European Vadim, the, the, uh, the, the, the Vadim from this and this sort of thing, the private individual rabbis, that's Lush and her about a group. And it's very, very dangerous because if you curse out a group, then you're not able to find a way of getting those people to forgive you. <laughs> because, if you because you don't know who they are. It's not a limited group. It's a, it's a, it contains a lot of people. You don't even show who's involved in it. And then Halacha Dalid, the Rambam says, If a person is suspecting a person who's a kosher, who didn't do anything wrong, Omer Balibo, he says in his heart, he didn't sin. 
says, what did I do wrong? What did I do to him? I'm only putting out a, a, a question mark. Did he do it or didn't he do it? But I didn't say he did it. I didn't, I didn't uh, lie. I didn't mislead anybody. I just said, there's an issue here. We don't know if he did or he didn't. He doesn't understand. This itself is a sin. He looks at this person as he is a bad individual. So a person has to be very careful not to be over being So to sum up, if you have a need for cautious information that leads to Lashon Hara, you can ask the rabbi because you need it. You have a pro- you bought the package, you want to buy it, it's on sale, whatever it is. He has a right to answer you. You can't believe him any Lashon Hara. What's best is the rabbi says to you, it's not for you. He shouldn't say, if possible, this man is a this, and this man is a that. Just say, it's not for you. And then you have to be a mensch enough to, to pull back and say, okay, I got the message. A lot of people don't. They say, why do you say that, Rabbi? Why can't I use him? You know, this is a lot cheaper. Well, what's wrong? It's not a, not a big shayla, is it? And, and they pressure, they pressure. And that leads to Loshan Horachas Vesholem and to Averis. And people should be very careful, especially right now after Yom Tov. There's no reason in the world we should be very, very careful and realize that we have responsibility to everybody else. Uh, we have another few minutes I want to touch on, although I don't think I'm going to complete it, a very interesting aspect about the Cheskes Kashrus. But first let me give a little bit, like I did on Yom Tov to the people who are listening, I said I'm giving the answer before the question. The question was who to rely upon, etc. And I have an introduction, which I may or may not get to. But the, the bottom line is there are three questions that, that people commonly have. Number one, they have a question of... Uh, they have, they have a question that they, uh, they travel all across the country and they want to know where I can eat, what, etc. And it's very hard. So here are some of the answers to this question. One is the CRC, that's the Chicago Rabbinical Council. And if you look at our magazine, Kasha's Magazine's Pesach issue, we had four pages from the Chicago Rabbinical Council. We have an association of, of some, you know, it's a very uh, uh, just friendly association, and we print all their information every year for Pesach. And uh, we, I'm on their website. Uh, you know, they ask people to call me if they have a question about the Vinashkachos. So we have some kind of little association, not official. Anyway, uh, the CRC, Chicago Rabbinical Council, CRC Web, that's W E B, dot O R G. If you go there, they have a list of uh, about 150 or more hashkachos. That's, it's, it's called a list of other agencies. Just write, type in other agencies. Those are the words they use, other agencies. So again, crcweb.org, type in other agencies, and you get a list of 150 hashkachos, which they consider to be acceptable. It's not my list, it's their list. But that list represents a very high level of information. I'm not going to go into now how they get that information, but I can assure you that's a very, very good list 
It's an American standard of kashrus. It's not super Hamish, correct? But it's the American standard of kashrus. And if something is not there, that should raise your an eyebrow. Again, they don't claim it's a list of hushkachas that are recommended, but that's what it is. So you should know and and you and look at that. If you have a question, you're traveling. Another thing I tell people is you might want to try Chabad because I know people who just travel all over the world with Chabad. In particular, I had a gentleman who wrote an article. He's a judge. He wrote an article for me, a couple articles for me about travel. He had been at that point to 48 states, and he just travels with Chabad. He's not a Chabad person. He's not Lubavitch. But when he goes, he arranges to stay with the Chabad rabbi uh, or have some help with, from him, with him for the food. And this is how he's been able to go all across the country in a very easy fashion. I'm sure I give some money, whatever it is. But the point is, you know, he, he has a way of, uh, of a certain safety level he feels comfortable with. And that's something I, I had a, do- a daughter go to, down to Jacksonville, Florida, she was work. She was uh, in, involved in a program called Seed, where they go to do chizuk in the community. And the problem was there wasn't any chal Yisrael down in Jacksonville, and they didn't provide uh, chal Yisrael for the girls who were in that program. I don't understand why not, but they didn't provide any chal Yisrael. And my daughter wanted to go, and she, but she needed a little chal Yisrael. So I said, no problem. We'll go. We'll we'll contact the Chabads. I didn't realize there were three Chabads down there. And sure enough, Jacksonville, Florida, three Chabads. They're taking care of the area. And we contacted them in the email. And sure enough, it wasn't very long. We got a response. We'll take care of her whole of Israel needs. And they did. So, you know, it, it, it's just really uh, it's something that if you go to Chabad, so they have Glad Kosher, Chol of Israel, Pas Yisrael, Bishi Israel, And, uh, you know, they have a certain standard uh, again, everybody's different standards, but this is something that many people do. I'm not telling you you should. I'm not telling you shouldn't, but I'm saying that that's something that people do. Another thing people get on, they're, they're 10,000 feet in the air, and they, and they got this. Uh, they, they need to know whether this package that came wrapped see, with the seals, double seals, and it has a name of some hashkocha from Europe that they never heard of. So they can't really call me from 10,000 feet up because they can't use the cell phone. So sometimes they find out in advance who's doing the catering and who's the hashgacha, and they call me up. I said, the truth is, I don't know the hashgachas in Europe. But I could tell you that if you scribble down these three names, you can contact these three cautious organizations. We have them in our book of uh, hashgachos. There are 1,269 hashgachas. <laughs> but these are three of them in England that we strongly recommend. Kadasia, Manchester based in, and Gateshead based in. And if you contact any one of those and you get through, whether they even have cell phones listed in the magazine and email addresses, websites, the whole business, you can definitely contact them with us. With regular telephone numbers, we have a bunch of telephone numbers, a bunch of email addresses, and cell phones. So you can really get directly to the people on a moment's notice. And they would guide you as to everything in Europe because they really do know Europe is a small area. Even though it's large to us, to them, there's a lot of traveling between countries, and they're pretty familiar with the different status of, status of different hashkochas across Europe. So those are three ways to handle the question. I see so far that I didn't get to my other topic, which I may or may not do tonight, and I welcome calls now 
of anyone on any topic, if it's about Pesach or after Pesach, about food, or any, of any sort, you can call us now at 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And until somebody calls, I'm just going to say a word about our sponsor, which is Glotmart. So again, call us now, 718-683-5858, or text us. See, we got a few texts already. Uh, text us at 347-927-8398. When you think of Glotmart conveniently located at 1205 Avenue M, you should think of price, service, convenience, and quality. Whether you shop for a few items or for a full wagon load, you can save plenty of money by shopping at Glotmart. Their weekly specials run from Wednesday to Tuesday and appear on their website and at the Watts on sale. Unfortunately, it's not up yet. A bunch of these stores in Brooklyn did not get anything posted yet. I was just too close after Yom Tov. Uh, at Gladmart, you have convenience that comes in two packages, parking and time. You could save time by using their valet parking service. Just pull into Gladmart from the East 12th Street entrance They'll park the car for you and have it ready to load up with all those special items you purchased in the store. And at Glotmart, the quality of meats is A1. With kosher certification from both the Star K and the Vatakashas of Flatbush, with base Yosef meats and with expert Nikor, at Glotmart, you're getting quality kashras. Glotmart is at 1205 Avenue M. Meeting your shopping needs is their top priority. If you meet Dove in Glotmart, tell them you heard about Glotmart on Kashrus on the air over J Root Radio. I see that the board is lighting up, and we're going to try to get to the callers in just one minute. In just one minute, we're going to get to the callers. If you'd still like to reach us, 718 683 5858. There are a few lines open. I see over here uh, a few questions that people texted in. I want to be mechab them. I see there's a few. Okay. Somebody asked. I found a barbecue display two days in my work bag. Is it okay? The Dipsies. Was it, was it Taka sold? I don't know. I have no idea which company that you bought it from. Um, how would you know if you were allowed to use Static Guard on Pesach? I don't know the answer to that one, but I assume it's going to be listed in one of the booklets, which you can still get a hold of, the Star K booklet and the Robert Blumenkrantz's booklet. I did not remember seeing it in our booklet. Okay, now, next thing is, who should be in control of kashrus labels, the food company or the kashrus organization? Well, and about the, the Gebrochsnach Pesach. Okay, that's a good one. The Gebrochsnach Pesach I'm going to speak about now. But the question of the labels, um, the, the labels are in the possession of either the kashrus agency, which means the Meshkiach there in the premises, or of the owner of the uh, of the facility, because it's he has to order them, and he could always order them again anyway. So there's no no control factor built in. What the what the mashgiach must do is establish the quantity of what's being done, what's going in and what's going out, and the dates. There are ways the mashgiach can control it and make sure that things are proper. But it's really impossible to stop an owner from ordering labels for his company with his company logo on it. It's really almost impossible to stop him. 
and putting it on the putting the wrong things on very hard. The Gebrochs Nach Pesach. So there was an issue that came up this year, and it's not the first one in history. It has happened many, many times that people spotted products that came out that were out before Pesach that say Gebrach Nach Pesach that it was baked after Pesach. The reason for that is simple. You have to have these labels printed before Pesach. You're not going to go around getting a label company to print it after Pesach. So you have it printed before Pesach. So now you've got labels. So like everything else in this world, labels are, you know, things are fungible. Things move. They have legs. And so therefore, once the labels are in a factory, in a plant, they may get misused, as in the particular case we were referring to what happened in the airport, that they found some Gabaknok Pesach uh, products being sold in the, in the airport during Cholamoid, which means obviously it was put on before Pesach, so that created a big stir. And yes, it was probably an, an error in the production area, and uh, from what I understand, it was a very, very, very tiny amount. And uh, like everything else, we have to be uh, uh, vigilant. Thank you for that call. Okay, we have calls now. Okay, you're on cash with Sandier. Listen. Hello? I'll take a caller. You're, you're on cash with Sandier. Go ahead, please. Okay, I wanted to find that I turned to the late. Which places are we allowed to eat um, by from Rite Aid, I heard? Or I wasn't can, sure. Can or Walgreens? Turn it up. Yeah, I'm going to read the list again. But again, I must tell you, that I did not check it out, and I certainly recommend to everybody here to check it out. I gave you the telephone numbers. To, you might want to check it out. You can listen to it on FNW at 732-551-3351, or you can call the Star K at 410-484-4110. Of course, you're going to have to call during daytime hours. Uh, the ones that, that were supposedly good, Costco, BJ's, CVS, Trader Joe's, Rite Aid, Walgreens, and Walmart. Okay? Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Okay, you're on Kasha's on the air. Can I help you? Hello? You're, you're, on, the, you're on the air now. I don't know if you realize it. Yeah, hello? Okay. I just spoke with you? Yeah, you don't mean me. Well, then I don't know. You're getting a double here. Oh, uh, no, I, I was asking you about ShopRite. I'm the same person. Okay, so we, next next caller, please. Okay, Kash was on the air. Can I help you? Hello? Um, I want to know, like, how can you burn the comics that you find on Pesach if, if it's the guy? I can't, I can't burn it. If it's the guy, I sold it to the guy. I'm not going to burn it. You're going to burn it. Okay, I think we, we, there's somebody well, yeah, any comets that we had during Pesach has to be destroyed. We can't have Hanor from any, we can't have any pleasure from any comets that is in our possession that we had had on Pesach that was not properly sold. I think the young man doesn't realize that even though I sold my comets, right, I sold my comets, but if I didn't want something to be sold, it was not sold. You have to put it in the place where you keep the chametz. People bought this product, put it in their thinking was pesadich, putting in their pesadich section with no intent to sell it to the non-Jew, and 
or the, if they made a proper bittel, then they were not over the Avera of owning it on Chometz and Pesach. So if you made a bittel and you said, I'm a vatil, it's hefke kafr da'ara, even though you think it's really Pesach and you rediscover later on it's Chometz, yes, you were mavatil all your Chometz. So you don't have an Avera for owning it. But at the same time, uh, it, it may fall into the category of Chometz over Pesach because of the way you kept it. Maybe it isn't. You can ask a Rav. Maybe he'll, he'll say that since you made a bittel, it, uh, it wasn't yours. But something that's in your drawers, etc., etc., that's not the proper way to make the bittel. Bittel is supposed to be putting it out in the Shus Harabim. It's supposed to be... Being, and and what, I mean, there's no other choice because we didn't know about this thing. So maybe that bittel works. Something to discuss with your own Rav. It was an interesting question, even though I don't think he was serious about it, but I think it is serious. Now, somebody asked about key food stores. I have no idea. I, I don't know particular stores, and I just read a list that I, I heard from, we heard on the FNW uh, uh, newsline. That's all I was able to give you. Okay. You're on cash with on the air. Can I help you? Yes. I want to make a comment on the, what you said before about flying. I, a few years ago, I was flying on a flight from uh, with Zurich Air, with Swiss Air. Hello? Yes, go ahead. And um, was, I asked for grab kosher. Naturally, when it came, there was a person sitting next to me. He was a famous mishkiach. I'm not going to mention any names. And as soon as he saw the package, he announced right away, I don't know this hachshir. Seven people sitting around him didn't eat because of that. If I said to him, if you don't know the hachshir, why don't you find out in advance? And I think by being chayshid the guy, what you said about being chayshid somebody, even if it's chayshid in your mind, you did something wrong. I told him that. And he's a famous mishkish, he was a chayshid today to a lot of stores. I don't want to say who it is, but that's what happened. And I think that it's an obligation of everybody who flies, especially mishkish, and we should find out whether the hachshir is good or not. This was from flying from Zurich to Eretz Yisrael, and uh, it was not kosher. You shouldn't make a comment like that. So you're saying that for your, from your point of view, the product was was a good meal, was was, was appropriate, and you felt that the mashgiach was, was coming. So wrapped, and I had a glass right. kosher. I came out later. I checked. The guy was a reliable roof anyway. Right. But the point is, if a person who's giving mashgiach, uh, who's doing this, and he's on the flight, why didn't he find out? That's his job. Oh, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't like to trust. Uh, anybody, but that's something I different. I, 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 I hear exactly what you're saying. It's a very, very important point that that if we have a personal chumrah or we don't know, we should keep our mouths closed because we don't want to. And and I'm, you have to be very careful. I'm I'm on the other side. I get the calls, and it's very important not to put people down. I'm, that's why the the method that I use is to say it's not for you. Now it's a little funny because people call me up and they don't identify themselves, and I don't know them, and I don't know their name, and I say it's not for you. But I use that because that's the easiest way to avoid saying any detailed information, and may, most people get the message. Thank you very much I for the call. Someone asked them, but if someone didn't ask him, you shouldn't have said anything. Gotcha. Good point. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Next call. You're on Kashrus on the air. Go ahead. You're on the air. Hi. I have two questions, actually. One, I forgot lotion in my pocketbook during Pesach. My question is, am I allowed to use it or not? Lotion? Put it over, yeah, it's lotion that has chametz in it. It has chametz in it? Yeah. Like, you know, some lotions have barley or wheat in it. 
you know, I sold yeah. all my I sold everything, and I also did. The, my husband did the bracha and everything. But my question as is, far as I, as far as I know, I I don't have my own booklet here, but I believe mm-hmm. I believe what we wrote in the booklet. I mean, from the CRC in Chicago, but I've said it year after year, is that even if these things, which are not edible, even if they contain what you're talking about as chametz, mm-hmm. it does. Since they're not edible, they're not. You shouldn't use it on Pesach, but you're not over anything. There's no vera of owning it. The, oh. the let's say, for example, this is how my Rebbe Rav Asher Zinnerman used to speak. He said that you don't have to sell the 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 the, the uh, shampoo, even though shampoo may have also some of these oil, these oat and things like that. And you don't have to sell the deodorants. You don't have to do that because no one could eat it. He said, maybe you shouldn't use it, but you could leave it lying around. So, there, you know, it's something which is really inedible, shouldn't be a problem for you owning it. But as far as using it, you can't use it on Pesach if it has this, this because maybe uh, that, 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 that we should avoid. That, if it's, okay. a, if it's needed, if it's, if it's something we talk about medicine, medicinal, then it's a little bit of a different story. Mm-hmm. Okay. My second question was, how does Kemach Yashan apply now to us? Like, right now, Baruch Hashem, it doesn't apply at all. Because no, 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 that I understand, but let's say something that, that was on the shelf a week ago. Am I allowed to buy it now? Of course. Because, oh, because, because Pesach was matirit. That, mm-hmm. that Corbin Oimer permitted the, the use of these, of these things now. So oh, that's, that's, always, I was always told you have to wait like a week or two. No. Like un- until everything is off the shelf, and then you're allowed to use any any flower that you want. Uh, now you're talking you're talking about Yoshin issues. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no such thing. No such thing. We got a million calls. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Bye. Go ahead. You're on cautious on the air. Can I help you? Yes. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Yes, what is it? What is the P standing for on the, all the cautious lips? I see OKP, OUP, sometimes that's part of it, sometimes not part of it. Okay, one second, one second, one second. It's accepted practice today in the world, or at least in America, that you don't put on a P unless it's Pesadich. P is not for Parva, it means Pesadich. And if it says a P and it's not Pesadich, the cautious agency will put out an alert that it means it's not, it was a mistake, because you must use P only for Pesach. That's, otherwise, we didn't have that standardization. No one would ever know, like you're saying, what it means. So that's the rule in America. You don't use a P unless it's Pesach. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, one more question, hello? Yeah, go ahead. A question. Uh, I, saw, I saw some kind of, you talked last time about the big uh, carrots. Yes. Some of them I are from Israel and some are not. I saw packed up in the fridge there by the grocery store. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think they said this comes from Brown Supermarket. Yeah. I asked my son, I should look what it says in the package. With it's wrapped with a plastic, it says O-U-P on the carrots. It has your jokan or something. The O-U would not allow carrots from Israel because they don't because they you need to take off chumas and maizvas and, and all that stuff. So yeah, they, yeah, but this big carrots... Because you're afraid of Israel, you say you have to know from where it comes. So once you know, you know. If you see, if you see an OU on it, then that means 
that either uh-huh. it's not coming from Israel or they took care of everything, Truma, Meiser, if, there if there's a Shemitah issue. Brown, any, it comes from Brown Supermarket. I don't know, Brown, I don't know uh, that either. I'm sorry, but I can't, I can't. This is something you call the yo-yo about. I thank you very much. i got to go on to the next okay. call. Thank you Take very care. much. Take care. You're on Cautious on the Air. Can we help you? Go ahead. You're on the air. Hello? You're on the air. Yes. You lost no. you? Yeah, go ahead. You're no, on the no, air. No, I'm here. Hello? Go ahead. You're on the air. Yes. I want to ask you something. If you find some kind of a homage after Pesach, that you, you cleaned up and you did everything, but then you go into your passport and on the bottom of it, you'll find like crackers or something. What do you do then? So, again, <laughs> what we said before is that halachically, you made, a, hopefully, you made a call chamira before Pesach. I don't know if you made it or your husband made it, but I, it. But I, I would suggest that you throw it away very, very quickly, not in the, not in the garbage, but uh-huh. that, you, that you burn it, or you put it down the toilet, which you, you crumble it and put it in the toilet and flush it out, but oh, uh, because okay. you, it should be destroyed, and you should have, not have any hanar from it if you owned it on Pesach. Now, if, if, if in the sense... That uh, we're talking about chum. It's not some candy bar that's got you know something that maybe have sugar. We're talking about chametz. Uh, so if you uh, if you if you know that it's chametz uh, and you had in your possession, even though you made the call chamira, so I would still get rid of it. But the but because you you did a shmir on it, you protected it. You didn't put it in a place where you gave it to the goy and sold it that way. And you didn't you weren't aware of it to really get rid of it. But uh, but technically, it isn't also. Because if you made the kol chamira, you're taken care of. Trouble here is, if let's say your husband said kol chamira and you didn't say it, and, and you have, and, and, and you were say mechandat because he's the balabas, but something you have in your pocket that he knows you have or you knew you had, he, that's yours. It's no longer his. That's why it's very important for the women to say the kol chamira as well as the men. I have no, I just happened to say it by myself to see it also. You do, so you okay. did say it, so then technically it probably was included in that. I don't like the idea of saying to use it, I, I prefer telling you to get rid of it. Uh huh. Right. Okay, take care. Okay, thank you very much. Go ahead, you're unconscious on the air. You're on the air. Nobody's there. Another caller? Okay, no one's on the air now, so anybody who wants to call, you can call in. I have a few people who texted in. We're going to go back to maybe some other material here. But you can call us there. Lines are open, 718-683-5858. Again, 718-683-5858. We have open lines now. If you want to text, you can do that to uh, our text line, 347-927-8398. I don't want to go into it, but uh, remind everybody that as as of now, we do not know of any 7-Eleven where the Slurpees are under Hashkocha here in New York City, in Brooklyn. So uh, we're advising people to avoid using the uh, Slurpees at 7-Eleven for several reasons. One reason is that the there are mistakes in what they put on the labeling, and there's no Hashkocha on it. Yes, they have a list in the front of the store saying which ones are recommended by the CRC in Chicago. 
However, the CRC has no control over the establishment. The people who make these slurpy mixes are not uh, re responsible for anything that's done in the store. The store owners themselves have told me several ways that you could be misled. One is that they sometimes have a backup, which is, uh, they always have a backup in case this flavor gives out. They put, some, they, they put, in, uh, a, they put in something else. So, they, so that sometimes that is not a kosher one. They have milchik ones and trefer ones, and even though they have the sign in the store, nobody's controlling, they only have the kosher ones. We've seen mistakes in the printed labels that they put on with what they're, what they're putting in the particular thing. One of them was said OU, and really was a dairy one. So with no ashkocha from the, on the store, we certainly don't recommend it. And I know that people like to go there, especially in 7-Eleven, which is July 11th. The camps take everybody there, which I think is atrocious. I think people should get used to the idea of we shop kosher only. Now, somebody says over here, uh, they typed in here uh, about the mechira chametz. We recommend one after Pesach, either goes to those kinds of stores which you feel they sold the chametz or they're goyish only. My Rebbe used to suggest going to a, a, a non-Jewish store, buying the day after Pesach, going to a non-Jewish store that you know that they, that, that, and he's had a certain particular story he gave me, which is off the beaten path. And I went there, remember one time in particular, I went there and I didn't come at nine o'clock in the morning, it became 11 or something, and there was only one bag missing from the shelf of the of the flower means no one from had discovered that store yes there are such stores and there, there are people goyim who stock in uh before pesach so there are ways to to get to shop with the non-jewish stores but personally i like to shop in the jewish store give him the business rely on his mechira even though i may not sell chametz but i rely on his his selling his chametz the whole din is the Chomet Shalva Pesach is the Rabbonin. And to make a lot of issues about it, I was trained by Rabbi Shimon Eider, Zeicha Kaddish Lavracha. He was, that he taught us that you don't have to be ner so nervous about it. It's a the Rabbonin. It's a, it's a you know, Kanasmi the Rabbonin. And, it's, and you have from owners, they're taking responsibility, they're checking their source of suppliers. And you could rely on that. So you have a few different choices without looking into which store. If you find a real gorgeous store that, that sold everything out, fine, you know, it has their own stuff in, in there before Pesach, fine. If not, from store. And anyway, we have so many lines filled up. Okay, go ahead. Yvonne Kosh is on the air. Can we help you? Me? Yes, go ahead, please. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, my husband sells the chametz. We don't keep any chametz in the house, right. except for like schnapps. Right. Um, in one cabinet in my kitchen, I forgot to tell my husband. I remember years ago, my husband said that something like, unless I'm incorrect, like a closed brand new mayonnaise or a ketchup. Everything is, is fine. Even if you don't sell it, it was sold, it was included, everything is fine to use. It is, um, even if, even I if you never, even if you never, had a brand new even though you never sell it, even though you never sell it, it was sold. Everything in those cabins was sold. So you don't I would sell be it. allowed to use it now? A hundred percent. Okay. I, I, I didn't know what to do with it. A hundred percent. If not, even I'll take it. 
if not even I'll if it's 100 percent it. hummus, like if right. it's a mayonnaise or a ketchup right. or a mustard. Right. That's no brand different. New. Than, no different than going to the from store in your block. Okay. Take care. Go ahead. Yaron Kash is on the air. Yes, I'd like to know about the uh, chain uh, supermarkets. If you would have any information about them, if I have given, right. I've given them out. I don't, I don't have better than that. I mentioned seven stores. That, no, no, but uh, uh, grocery store. You mentioned general stores, like a key food type of store. I don't know. Key food, by the way, I believe is individually owned, isn't it? I think it's a co-op. Okay, but a co-op means it's individually owned. Which right, means that which means you have to know about each particular store. And the food and the food town store, would you know about? I don't know about food town. I know the Shoprite is individually owned. Yes. Each, all those that are individually owned are very pro- big problems. You have to make sure that particular store they sold the chometz, and it was. Uh, and and you I, have to realize they also did uh, take in stuff on Pesach, right, and they right. also getting like say Shoprite is getting from Wakefern, which is a, a, a co-op that they own. So it's very very uh, very important that they. Sold their chametz from both places, which any decent rub makes sure to sell. Well, but in some okay? shoppers, I see a mechira over there. Yeah, well, then whoever did that took responsibility for it. And if you're satisfied with that person, fine. Okay. Okay. You. Call to. Okay. Next caller, please. Go ahead. You're on Kasha's on the air. Can I help you? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. Uh, so the thing is, I forgot to sell my chametz, but uh, I called my father, Erev Chag, and he told me he already sold my chametz. I'm, I'm married, and uh, and he said he, he already sold the chametz for me. So if he included, you, if he sold the chametz for you, meaning means means he made he mentioned your address and your yes. name and your address, he could sell the chametz for you. And we have a rule of zochin laodam shalola b'fanov. You're allowed to help somebody else out. But why did your father do it if he thought, didn't he think you would do it? No, so he said every year you sell it with me. So this year, this, you know, even though you didn't call me, I still sold it. So, I mean, I thought also the same idea that the, the rabbi just mentioned about Zachin Laram Shal Bafanaf. So that's why I didn't do it. But well, as, uh, as long as he really sold your chametz. Yeah, no, he gave the address, he gave everything. So then was, that's fine. And even, uh-huh. if it, and even if he did it before you told him, so, you know, like say, Zachin Laodam Shaloba Fonov. It would have been smart at that point if it ever happens again. First of all, you should make, make note for next year to tell him. But if not, then you could go ahead and you, you could. Um, you 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 could have you could have done it yourself afterwards. Even but it, but it, it it call the rabbi and say he's a mask and whatever it is. But self so will I would say that it's zochin l'adoshol l'fanav. It's good enough. Besides that, you did a call chamira, so that's also covers you. Uh-huh. And another question. My wife, um, you know, she we all, we have only fleshic uh, cutlery for Pesach, and in the middle, and, and we didn't use it yet. In the middle of Pesach, she used it for. Uh, for milchit, by mistake, but you know, I, I figured a year passed already. And no, now, no, 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 no. Are you, are, you, are you asking me about whether the thing became treif or become what? What are you asking? Whether it became treif or not? Yeah, it became treif. You, how did you use it for milchik? Uh, uh, no, it was hot. It was a pot. It was a pot. No, it was a fork. A fork. How was it hot? And the the pot was hot. So you the stuck the fork and you stuck the fork into the pot. Yeah. Was there a, milk in the pot? Was there milk in the pot? She, she made eggs with with cheese. So I would cash the fork. 
Yeah, so so what I did was I put it in the in uh, in in soap, a lot of soap, and I put it in a uh, in a bag, covered the whole thing with soap, and I left it for almost twenty four for a little bit more than twenty four hours. And what's that supposed to do? Uh, do the plia for the soap? No, 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 no. Uh, is the fork have a handle that's that's plastic? No. Okay, so you're fortunate if it's just a, a regular fork. You take a, a a a pot. It doesn't matter what pot. Chometz, Pesach. Maybe if you want to do Pesach again, do Pesach again. You don't want to do Chometz, do Chometz. But take the fork. Wait 24 hours. You waited already 24 hours, hopefully. So 24 hours you wait. You don't use it hot. Then you take take a pot, put it on the fire, put a little water in there. Make sure that it gets, you cover it. And it has to reach a rolling boil, which means it's big bubbles, not the cleaner, cleaner bubbles, the big, big bubbles. And then you can throw this fork in there, and that kashes it. You can't okay. kosher it any other way. You can't, you can't do that 24 No, you hours can't do anything soap. with water and soap and, and 24 hours. No, no, no. That's not, there's a confusion there with some other things. There's the milivoiru. I'm not going to go into it now. That's not correct. That's not the way you kosher. The way you kosher is a hot boiling pot of water. Take a pot that hasn't been used for 24 hours. Meat or milk doesn't make a difference. That hasn't been used for 24 hours. Put water inside. Rolling boil means big, big bubbles. Takes a couple of minutes, five, ten minutes, maybe more. I don't know, but as we rolling boil, take the cover off, throw the fork in, cool it off. Uh, then there's also a minute to pour the, put the the fork under cold water, and then you're finished. Uh huh. And uh, and and what happened if I uh, already mixed it into the whole thing? Meaning to say that it's already mixed. I'm not sure which fork it is now. You want to know the halacha? Yeah. I, I will mean, tell you not- the halacha. But I will tell you the halacha. The halacha is, Zemachlok is a shach on the taz, we pass on the shach. The shach says that you take out one and do what I just told you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any one. Fine. That's what the shach says. Take any one and do that. Okay? Fine. Thank you very much. Call I appreciate tough. it. It's a good. Yeah, God, you're on Kasha Sunday here. Can I help you? Yeah, hello, it's me. Yes, go ahead, please. Okay. Uh, here's a question. Am I only asking special questions or even regular questions? Anything you'd like. Um, I heard there's a problem with seltzer. Combination of seltzer might be made with some non-kosher ingredients. Again, seltzer itself, as far no, as I'm... I'm not asking about seltzer has OU on it. I'm talking about buying seltzer without OU. I understand you. Seltzer itself, plain seltzer without a flavor, is kosher. For seltzer, with, seltzer with a flavor, you have to know that the flavor came from a kosher flavor house. If if it's a, a kosher certified flavor, it then then and then that's seltzer. You know it has a it def, but if it doesn't have any flavor added, it's just carbonated water. There's no concern. Yeah, but what's the combination you have? You're talking about Pesach or all year? You're asking not Pesach. You're asking all year. Yeah, all year. I don't know. No, 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 no. We don't. Have, we don't have. Any, I never heard. I never heard that there's a shayla from seltzer. No. Never heard of seltzer. No. I mean, I also. I heard, I also heard, no, I never heard the answer of, but that's what I told me. He from Mashiach. He didn't quote me a name. That the combination process make, make, uh, sometimes contains non-kosher. And is anyone to find out the process of the combination? You know, it's, uh, what I would do if I, if you had an interest, you would call any kosher agency that certifies soda. 
and speak to the person who certifies it. They'll tell you right away. You call the oh, OU. I, you want the easy one? The easiest people to reach are CRC in Chicago, or the uh, or the or the and they're very lovely people, right? Laid back middle you know middle Western people. Yeah, uh, no, uh, now, now I go here. Or if you want to, you might get through to somebody easily in the Star K at four four eight four four one one zero. You know, four one zero four eight four four one one zero. They very very easy going. Uh, to get into the OU, it's going to take you 15, 20 minutes on the phone. Yeah, I tried that one. Okay. okay. I got to okay, take the other callers. I got to take the other callers, Rabbi. I got to take the other callers. Okay? Can I ask the question? Go ahead, quick. Oh, quickly. Uh, I uh, forgot to say, you forgot to say what? You forgot. I'm sorry, but I didn't. I took that dog, I was walking home, and I didn't say, Baruch Hamad, either. I didn't hear you. with a little too fast. You're saying that you oh, sorry, had the beer, and, you, and 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 you worry about how much of a pesach. After pesach it's not pesach. Whether you said this, or you said that. It's over. Okay, take care. Take care. Okay, you're unconscious on the ear. Can I help you? Yes, you only have a minute. Go quickly. Okay, so basically, I have a question. Basically, I went to shop right, right after Bisa, and I saw on, you know, on some, like, food, it says, like, that's before, and then it says, don't eat before, don't eat before this, a certain date. So I saw this date, and it was actually a date, um, like, in the middle of Pesach. So that means they made it before Pesach, and it, like, wasn't, like, a kosher type of company. It had an OU, and that's it. I really um, couldn't understand the question you're asking. You went to a shop, right, and you saw something that had date that said that what? The date it was made was on Pesach? Do you know that some, like, stuff say, not good before, da 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 and don't eat before, don't eat before, da 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 it, 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 it's, 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 it's very hard no. to... It's very hard to understand you. I, you. I suggest you call me at the office, 718-336-8544, and I'll try to help you. I think okay, we ran you. out of time. We have another caller? One last caller. Go ahead. You're on Cautious on the Air. Can I help you? You're on Hello? the air. Last caller. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go quickly. Okay, hi. Just a quick question. Um, when, you, when, you, when you started off this year, you began talking about Lashon Hara, and then... And then um, to the end, you were talking about the kashras. When you walk into a restaurant and you see three levels of hachsherim on the door, is that not Lashon Hara? Or, in a sense, degrading to another rav? Shouldn't it be sufficient to have one rav? <laughs> Good question. I like that. No, it's not. I mean, different people appreciate different other people. They're familiar with these hashkachas, and that's why they go there. So the fact that they have three hashkachas, or in one case I saw five recently, it's because there are different camps, and they and they're, so they know this rabbi, they soymech on him. So it's not putting down the others. It's just a question of recognitions. Thank you very much for the call, and I wish all of my listeners a wonderful week. We'll join together next week at, at the Monday at 6 o'clock. Thank you very much.